even though in my body, sometimes it feels like, oh my gosh. And I feel the nervousness. I feel things tensing up and I feel the heart racing. And and now I'm able to sit with it and be with be with the opportunity of connection. That's been very potent to feel that shift. And it's been reflected back to me. And I feel great because it's building trust with others. I don't like to argue. So I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach, I am devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples on the path of transformation transform their relationships by learning to communicate with greater clarity, confidence, and compassion. On March 8th, we celebrate International Women's Day all over the world. It's a time when we call our attention to what's needed for women all across the globe. And it's also a time when we celebrate womanhood. Well, today in this episode, I am celebrating womanhood by inviting a woman I have the honor of knowing, a woman I admire, a woman that I've also had the honor of coaching and watching her grow. Her name is Jenny Sapito Montalvo. She is an intuitive artist, a visual designer, and a hard guide who loves helping others connect to their creative voice, inner knowing, and the wonder of existence. With Mesoamerican roots and a solid connection to spirit, she has learned to traverse deep emotional landscape and seemingly sterile worlds, such as the tech industry, finding wisdom and medicine in each moment. Jenny, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for inviting me so happy to be here. I am so happy you said yes to talking to me about your journey of transformation in communication as a woman and then a leader and an artist and a multicultural being. So first of all, Jenny, I'd love to know how you identify yourself and the words or terms that you use to identify yourself at this moment in your life. I know that when we speak of identity, we we shift the ways in which we call ourselves, we know ourselves to be, and then we want to be known by those words. So for you right now, at this moment in life, what words do you use to identify yourself? Hmm. Receiving this question does bring up a lot because you like you said in different times i have used different words to claim my identity and i also recognize the power it is to say what is my identity who am i and how do i want to be seen in the world i identify as a woman and i also identify as being fluid and nonconformist so that means that i'm as much as i embody and show up and feel very attuned to my feminine nature. I am also attuned to my masculine nature. And I like to play with both. 
especially within the paradigms that we have, what does it mean to show up as masculine? What does it mean to show up as feminine in a visual way and also in an energetic way? And I feel this play and exploration has helped me understand more of myself and others. And I also identify as being multicultural. I was born here in the United States and the Bay Area. And I also lived in El Salvador, which is where my parents are from. So I lived there for seven years. And that part of my life, which was during my teenage years, is very informative to understanding other ways of being and living through the world understanding what does it mean to be outside of the United States and feeling homesick and also what does it mean to be an outsider <laughs> in both the United States and in El Salvador not having a real place to land in terms of identity in El Salvador I was very American and was seen as such as a quote-unquote gringa and in the U.S., I was seen as being a Latin American kid and was often overlooked because of that. So right now, how I identify is a human being <laughs> with very cosmic connections, deeply rooted and committed to being here on the earth, learning more and to explore consciousness, to explore culture, to explore wisdom as it appears in every shape and form so that I can bring that forth through a really strong cart connection and help others navigate their own lives and existence and I am really grateful to have had gone through traumas, difficulties that I am now able to learn from in retrospect and to be able to help others move through what may be holding onto them from the past. And I also identify as a person who holds a vision, a portal, if you will, of what it could be like to have an existence where we're in harmony and we are in deep love with ourselves and recognize the gift it is to be here alive at this moment. Wow. I am so touched hearing you now having known you for some years to hear how you are identifying yourself in all these various aspects of your being. And before we started recording, we connected to ourselves and we connected to our bodies and our breath. And I guided part of that connection. And then you guided part of that connection. And that connection for you was including our ancestors. It seems to me that that has been also part of your journey of transformation, connecting to these deep roots. And so it's that, that place that 
sometimes we don't know how to belong. And I feel like the way you have been bridging that is through this deep connection to your ancestors. Would you agree with that? I would say yes, there has been a lot of healing I've had to do looking back at my ancestry, understanding my ancestry, how it has shown up in my upbringing, and also who I am right now. It does offer a sort of comfort to understand that there have been many others who have lived their lives and gone through whatever they had to go through for me to be here right now. And it's been very powerful to recognize just how many souls are standing behind me and also in front of me. It's, Mm -hmm. it's really potent. And that has been a way for me to, to feel more at home. And then again, it's also what is home? And how does one establish a home for themselves, no matter where we are? And I think that's what we're all seeking is like, how do we learn to be with this home of a body, this home of our actual living space, our home of community, home in our state, in our world, whatever boundaries or non-boundaries there are, (laughs) and to get a sense of the unseen world, the energies that are still present here, despite us not being able to maybe always be in tune with them, that were always held. And when I think of home, I think of my heart too. I, I connect instantly to that space in my center that is beating right now <laughs> pretty fast <laughs> and and it helps you remember oh wow there's this there's this deep connection i have with the entire universe and every one of us and that's that's always there thank you for that reminder that there's this deep connection that we have with every one of us and with the universe. And that's always there. We don't always recognize it, but it's always there. And as you were saying, oh, I'm feeling my heart. We both had our hands on our heart. And uh, I want to ask you, what brought you to language alchemy? What was happening in your life that you decided to work on your communication? Well, it was a few things directly. One of my friends, Carlos, he said that whenever I spoke, I sounded like you (laughs) in terms of what I wanted to talk about, understanding the power of language. And he kept recommending me to you. And I, it took me a while. It took me about a year or more to. To follow through with that connection, though I did feel a resonance. And I'm a very curious person. I like to understand the way people interact and communicate. And I had a depression that went pretty deep um, around 2016. And in that depression, I wasn't working. I had a lot of time to just feel into the energy of the world, my own thoughts. And something that I kept arriving at was the power of communication, the power of language, that if we are able to find ways to communicate in a way that our spoken languages allow, that we are able to bridge gaps 
and start to see each other as having more commonalities and also understanding the gifts of our differences through our communication. So that is something that has always felt really present in my life is this wanting to be able to communicate in a heartful way, in a way where I feel I get my point across or whatever is flowing through me that is able to be spoken and is able to be heard and held. And I didn't have a lot of healthy communication examples growing up. And so it felt really important for me, especially as I started to get into spaces of, of speaking where people wanted to hear what I had to say, which is so, so different than than when I was younger. I, I started to see, wow, okay, there's a power here. I want to know how to work with this. And I want to know what does it even mean to have this this sense of power of the voice and communication. I usually say that, at, at least for me, that the definition that I choose about power is our ability to have influence, to make choices, to determine course of action. And so power with your voice, with your communication is to be able to be heard, to be held to be respected in the way that other people are receiving you and be able to have that course of action and that choice as how you're going to use your voice, what kind of words you're going to say, what kind of message you're going to give others. So thank you for bringing that up about power. I just love seeing you in this very powerful space. Jenny, I'm just so moved. I'm so proud of you. And I remember that when we were working together during some point in our work together, you talked about how when you were a child, it was hard for you to speak out loud. Would you be willing to share what that experience was like in maybe what you've learned since then? It's funny because I feel my child self very present. Mm. I'd like to acknowledge that. Yeah. It was challenging. Yeah. I spent a lot of time very unsure of my words, my actions. I was considered shy. I didn't have very many friends. I had a few friends and I found it challenging to navigate that too, because I felt like I mentioned before, a bit of an outsider and feel that being quiet allowed me to be an observer. Mm -hmm. So there's that aspect that allowed me to kind of sit in the back and witness people, see how they interact, get a feel for people's intentions. And it was difficult because in, in middle school, especially the kids would make fun of me in class and ask me questions like if your parents, if your family was in trouble, would you even say anything? Wow. Or they were testing me. They would they would say things to get a reaction. And I would be very stoic mm -hmm. and just not say anything. But I could feel the emotions. I could feel the anger within me. I could feel pain, a lot of pain that I wasn't able to express. So it was it was difficult. And there's also the gift of 
resting my voice for many years so it can be heard in the age when I felt ready. So beautiful. I remember, I'm not sure if it's okay to share this, but I remember you said at one point you would go to a restaurant, you would point at the menu. You would not say out loud what you wanted. And I'm sharing this because I think it's so important for people to know that the way we communicated as children doesn't have to continue as adults. And that when we are able to work on our communication and also see the gifts, like you were talking about resting your voice, not communicating verbally, allowed you to observe and to feel, to tap into another kind of inner communication. And also to reflect on how others were communicating with one another and what impact that had. And it allowed you to, to be in that reflective learning space. I wanted to share this because many of us, you know, maybe we see some adults communicating in a particular way, or we think that we need to continue if we were told that we were shy or that we were rude, or that we were, however, our parents and the adult environment labeled us when we were children, that it doesn't have to continue. We don't have to continue that. And we can learn and we can transform the way we communicate. And we can have a powerful, vibrant, passionate voice, just like Jenny's. Thank you. You're welcome. So you've gone through a huge transformation and what are you now able to communicate with greater clarity, with greater confidence, with greater compassion or with whom that you were not able to communicate to before? Well, I want to add that that instant when I was unable to ask for what I wanted at a restaurant actually happened in my early 30s. So I really have come yes. a long way. And it's interesting to see how these things affect us at different ages. There's really no direct timeline. And there is always an opportunity to grow and to move through our anxieties and our beliefs of not feeling good enough to be heard. And so now that I'm in this space where I I feel more comfortable in my communication. I'm able to express my emotional landscape. I'm able to have more of the difficult conversations. I'm able to express my way of navigating the world. I, for example, work at a slower pace sometimes when it comes to a creative project. My process is very emergent. I resist working in a very fast-paced environment if it's something that I want to care for and craft. And it's also being able to discern when is it time for each mode. And so I'm able to communicate more of the things that I felt ashamed to admit to others because I'm operating in a different way. I'm very intuitive. I feel things. I feel energy. I get messages. And I felt shame for this. I felt that this is going to be misunderstood. People are going to see me as a weirdo. People are going to think whatever. And that's valid. I mean, my ancestors and our ancestors did go through spaces where they felt they couldn't communicate things that might have seemed strange to others, even though they were very valid. 
and oftentimes these intuitive hits, these this intuitive information can be life-saving. And so being able to communicate and connect to myself from this place of centeredness, feeling grounded has allowed me to bring in a voice that was probably missing from the conversation. So it's helped me with my family, my parents. My parents have seen my growth. We haven't always been able to communicate in a way where it's been calm and everyone feels like they had their peace and and could feel held and heard. I've bridged communication with my siblings as well in friendships. There have been times of difficulties and we've been able to have healing conversations. I'm understanding now that conflict isn't something to avoid or to be afraid of, even though I'm celebrating. I'm putting my arms up and celebrating. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Yes, even though in my body, sometimes it feels like, oh my gosh. And I feel the nervousness. I feel my things tensing up and I feel the heart racing and and now I'm able to sit with it and be with be with the opportunity of connection that's been very potent to feel that shift and it's been reflected back to me and I feel great because it's building trust with others people see me as a person that they can trust since I am learning how to voice the things that Maybe hard to swallow, maybe hard to hear, maybe hard to hold. Yet I am working on delivering these messages from my heart in a way that I'm holding compassion and truly sitting with a person in front of me and listening to them, which has been a big lesson too from working with you is like how to listen and have the humility to be with whatever thoughts are racing or happening and to listen deeper with more presence. I was just thinking as you were talking, Jenny, yes, like we have worked together one-on-one. You have come to my retreats. You have attended the online course, choosing through connection, learning how to listen without taking it personally, losing your cool or giving up who you truly are. You've kind of like done it all. And Now, all this material that you have learned is integrated within you authentically as you. Yes. You had a friend who told you, oh, you're speaking about the same things Alejandra is speaking, or you sound like Alejandra. And after all this studying and how you really devoted your time, your energy, your resources to going deep into your communication... What I just really like to point out is that you sound like you. Yes. Yay. (laughs) Yeah. And that is something to really celebrate and rejoice when we can speak. And I think everybody will be able to hear this, the confidence, the natural joy that's always there with you, in you, the love, passion, the clarity, and the connection that you are talking about, all these qualities are present as you without having to speak any formulas or trying to sound like a replica of me or anybody who's taught you communication, but as yourself. That's the greatest gift that you're giving to yourself and to everybody around you. That's why you're trusted. 
Yes, I feel really grateful to be in the space of feeling more more me than I ever have. And not only that, to be able to share myself with others, knowing that each one of us has a very special role when it comes to bringing our voices in the, into the conversation, especially as we start having conversations that bring forth the solutions, the different perspectives that we need to go through whatever we're moving through as, as a global community. That's right. And you're doing that so beautifully and bringing so much healing to others and guiding others through that healing. And I'm wondering if someone came and asked you, what piece of advice would you give me if I also identify in some of the ways that you identify and I want to find my authentic expression? What would you say? One of my favorite practices is keeping a journal and keeping it sacred to myself, allowing myself to express there. Maybe it's dreams. Maybe it's what happened in the day. Maybe it's thoughts that pop up. Just being able to witness myself on paper and to get a sense of what is moving through me has been extremely powerful and has helped me arrive at who am I? <laughs> what are my interests? It's funny, I've been reading some past journals for research or more for products that I'm working on. And just to get a sense of, wow, there are certain things I deeply cared about five years ago, six years ago that I still care about now. And it, it's it's beautiful to see and also to witness my own growth, the thoughts I had, the the communication issues I had, the patterns. And also it was something to see the patterns I've had in relationship and how they kept coming up. And then also how I've healed so much of it. Yes. I feel so liberated to see that, wow, these cycles, we can come up on the same things a few times and yet it can be different each time. We can move through it in a different way. And to be with that compassion for myself, not knowing what I know now. And so it's been one of my favorite pieces of advice is to have your journal write every day, even if it's just a little bit. It, it's powerful medicine. And even if it's five minutes, start with five minutes. That's all you need. And then, you know, after the five minutes, of course, you'll want to write more. <laughs> but at least make the commitment to start with five minutes. I know that you have so many gifts and things to offer. I wanted people to hear about you, to hear about your journey. And I also wanted to amplify your voice. It's so important that women amplify other women's voices and that we support other women in their journey of transformation, but that we also celebrate them when we see those transformations, when we see women blossoming, it's so important that we celebrate one another and we tell each other about the great accomplishments and celebrations of other women. So I'd love to tell people, how can they find you? What are your offerings at this moment? What are you working on? Tell us. I want to know. <laughs> and I want everybody to know. Thank you, Alejandra. I have been offering virtual sound healing sessions. Right now they're called sapito sound healing sessions. Sapito means little toad. 
in Spanish. And that's also one of my identifiers. I've had that nickname since I was little. I tap into a person's energy field and bring forth vocal stylings, whatever is coming through. I, I speak into the space and I can feel their energy shift. And it's very potent. And the people who have experienced it have said it's a little out of this world and also works and helps them move through transformations, feel connected to their ancestors, feel lighter and transformed. So I'm offering that at my website, shapeshiftservices.com. That's shapeshift services altogether. It's kind of a tongue twister, but it's meant to be that way. We'll add the link in the show notes. I am open to design projects as well. I have worked in brand design, visual design for over 10 years now, including in tech. And so please reach out to me if that is something you'd like to collaborate on. And I will also be having a one hour and 30 minute long class on the courage of color. And in this class, I'll talk about the importance of color, how to work with color, what does it mean when we're a little afraid of color, how color can shift our lives profoundly and bring us a sense of magic and how it communicates. It's a language, a beautiful language. People will be able to walk away from the class, being able to have more clarity around color and feel a little more encouraged to bring more color into their lives through clothes or maybe just an object on your work desk. I will be having that class towards the end of March. And you can reach out to me at my Instagram account, Jetamoro. It's at J-E-T-A-M as in monkey, O-R-O. And people can reach me there. You can also follow me there. I've been posting lately about color. I also like to post about the different magical aspects of life that I like to explore and bring my often comedic perspective on like love, time, spirit, and whatever else is coming through me at the moment. Beautiful. And we'll add your Instagram handle in the show notes as well for people to DM you on Instagram. And I love the courage of color. I love it because as you know, Jenny, courage, the word courage means to lead with the heart. Mm-hmm. And it comes from middle French. So as someone who's so heart-based as you are, I love the name of this class that you're going to teach, bringing more color into our lives. Anything else? Any parting comments? I just want to reemphasize how powerful it's been to work with you and what an honor it's been to have you be a witness to my growth and to affirm me in, in my transformation. And it's It's such a gift to be a part of this podcast that was once just an idea a few years ago, and also to have been able to experience your offerings and your medicine and your love for communication and 
and connection. And I, I'm excited for more people to experience what it means to work with you and to understand what it means to, to be with self-connection. And I feel like that's been a huge part of our work together is the self-communication. Communicating with the self is communicating yeah. with the universe. I'm very touched and I have a teary eyes right now. Thank you. Thank you. It's been such an honor to be with you in this journey and to continue to be in connection with you and having you as part of the language alchemy community. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jenny Alchemist, Tapito, Montalvo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jenny. Thank you once again for devoting your time, your energy, your resources to transforming your communication. This was such a rich conversation. And I wish people could see how you're radiating all you're speaking about, but I know your voice will, will carry that and they'll be able to hear that. All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to directly explore your communication, reach out to me. I'd be happy to support you with one-on-one -on -one coaching or group coaching. If you're on my mailing list, you have my email and you can reach out to me that way. If not, you can DM me on Instagram at languagealchemy or you can go to languagealchemy.com. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> Original music by Gary Lapau. You can find all links in the show notes and how to reach out to Jenny at languagealchemy.com. <laughs>